Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, a podcast for the car enthusiasts and the anime fans. I am your host, Tony. And I'm Annie. Today we have a special guest. You might remember him from one of our Unaccepted Ribs. We have Tommy on the line today. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Tommy. And this time he's not on the casting couch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we're going to get a little bit into Tommy later on in the episode. He'll be commentating uh, from here with the stories. So, Manny, you got our first one for us? Yeah, pretty much. We got The Last of Us Part 2. Finally came out last week. Been waiting, what, like, it's been like seven years since Part 1 came out. And to me, Part 1 was just like a true masterpiece in a game. Over, I think it was like 50 perfect reviews. Story-wise, everything about it, it was just a really good game. So immersed. I remember like in the beginning of the game, I cried just because when they killed his daughter, like his real daughter, not Ellie. Oof. Um, but with how the game left off, honestly, it was it was so good. Oh my God, it was just memories back. It was like what? PS3 age too still. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it came out for the PS3. And so we have the P- and now we have part two that come out seven years now since first part one. All the hype. I even got the collector's edition, so I got the big-ass figure, the soundtrack, the art book, and everything. Nice. It's nice, but there's going to be people talking shit because they say it's a waste of money. I mean, always, but uh, it's, no, it's but a collector for only people mm, who want to collect it. You know what I mean? It's more of the drama behind the game. There's lots of people that are just hating on the game in general. Uh, it's gotten to a point where they, they want to do like a petition to rewrite the whole game again. Wow, why is that? Uh, it got leaked. The game, the whole story got leaked, and nobody was thrilled with how it leaked. I'm not gonna give spoilers because this game has only been out for a week, and so like there's still people fresh out there still playing. And, like even though it's like leaked, I d- did not. I ignored it. I did not want to think about like what could possibly happen in the game. And from when I was talking to Tommy about this game, like the trailer was just completely misleading like it was it just kept me in shock and awe and surprise like it didn't leave me disappointed but it was just thrilling and i don't know if you ever played the first one have you since you you had like the playstation as well no actually i hadn't played any of the games for them so when i heard the hype behind the second one especially coming from you i was actually thinking about picking up both games yeah, Naughty Dog has done some really good games over the years. I mean, you got the Uncharted, Jack and Daxter. Um, I think it was Tomb Raider as well, I think. Or no, no. I'm not sure. I know Uncharted was really good. Yeah, Uncharted was really a good game. I think I have all of them. I haven't played them I haven't played them in a while, so I don't remember. Uh but like all the drama, like I think uh, what the director was Neil Druckerman, or I think that's his name. Um, nobody really liked the, how he wrote the story and everything or how he directed the whole game. I personally enjoyed it so much. I was just amazed with how good the story was, how even though it was like really violent, like honestly, this game was really violent. I have no argument against it. Like it was just like a lot of violence. But thinking about it like the setting and how it is like it's like posts like what would you say apocalyptic i wouldn't think so like more 
Well, I would say it might be apocalyptic if you really think about it, because, I mean, the whole world itself is in chaos. Well, we don't know about the whole world because it's only in the U.S. that we see. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's supposed to be that type of setting, but we don't know the generalization of it. But, yeah, that kind of style setting. Yeah, just like like The Walking Dead. I wouldn't, I would, that's how I would compare it, honestly, with The Walking Dead. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Borderlands. And, yeah, pretty much. Um. I don't know if you know much about the game, honestly, Tony. I played it. Um, I liked it when I did play it back mm-hmm. on the PS3. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I I can't say I'm a huge, huge fan of it where I followed it to that point, but I did play it and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think it was like a few days before the second game came out. I actually just replayed the whole first game, just like get myself immersed and, and just like ready, like ready myself and everything. Yeah, yeah. The like, only games I really get like that with was like the Metal Gear Solid games for me. I've never played any Metal, Metal Gear Solid games, honestly. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's one of the ones for me where like the storyline was so good and, in, and immersive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is back PS1, PS2, and then they split off to two different endings. Like, yeah. So for me, Metal Gear was like mine for that, like where I followed it and I would replay them for the next release. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the idea behind the game, since you already know, and like to our listeners, in case they're interested maybe to know, um, this girl Ellie, she was bitten by an infected, but she was immune. She created an immunity within herself, unknowingly, of course, because you can't just make it yourself, honestly. Makes her very valuable. And so Joel would have to take her across the country just to find the Fireflies, which is like the organization that wanted to bring back balance to society against the tyranny of the government and everything after the whole pandemic and everything. Yep. Which we're kind of seeing right now, maybe. I mean, they didn't wear their mask. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it, it, they didn't really... Well, okay, yeah, I will have to agree on that because there is spores, and if you, you inhale them in the game, you get infected. Yep. <laughs> so the infection is more like a fung- is like an, a fungal infection that attacks the brain and just like infects you. So you just turn into a mindless, infected uh, creature, basically. A Karen. (laughs) A Karen? (laughs) Okay. Okay, maybe a Karen. Karens are polluting this world, obviously. They might be the new infection. But yeah, so you have to bring her, but like, since in the beginning of the game, Joel loses his daughter, so... Out of just going across the country, bonding with Ellie and everything, he just sees her as another daughter. So at the end of the game, when they tell her, oh, yeah, we can get the cure. We can probably uh, create a possible vaccine from her, but at the cost of her life because the fungal infection attacks the brain. So they'd have to remove the brain in order to create or even study it to see if they can create a vaccine, which is, which was the whole point of her getting there. Yeah. But Joel did not take that lightly, and he wanted her to live. So he killed the whole firefighter uh, organization just to help the escape, well, break her out, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, basically, she woke up as they're driving back to town where his where Joel's brother lives. And she just is like, what happened? It's like, oh, there wasn't a cure. There was actually more people just like you and everything. Basically, just trying to get her to tell her that her immunity had no meaning or didn't matter, actually. Yep. Which was her whole idea. That was her purpose that she felt that she had, that her, her immunity has a purpose, and that's why she wanted to go through with it. Yeah. Uh, with the second game, like I said, no spoilers, honestly. It's a fresh new game. 
even though the whole game was already leaked and Neil Druckerman said that he was devastated when he was just watching it in real time, seeing that the whole game was just leaked out on the spot on YouTube and everything. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and they try to get it taken down, but it takes like it it's like a process like from with YouTube and other sources to just to like remove videos. And At that point, somebody else has downloaded it. Somebody else has already, you know what I mean? Shared it. Yeah. Hundreds, thousands of views. And people were just pissed off on like certain parts of the games that they saw in the leaks. And it just didn't sit right with them. The whole story, with everybody just said that it was just boring to them and everything. Yeah. What I mean, if it's, if it's leaked and they're just getting like the last point informations of what happened they don't really get that whole you know character development the story to the tra- dramatization all the way to that event you know it's not more of like at the end though it's something that happens in the like beginning of the game that sets this whole game up that just like pissed the whole community off to where the point where they want to like do a petition to redo the whole game again and the restore and do the redo the whole story basically um, they probably just got power hungry now that they did it with the Sonic movie on the redesign. Okay. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but with the ending, honestly, people were also pissed off on like, how the end game ended. Um, I, when I went through it and I just went into it, and when I got to the ending, which was like, what, last night? And since we were on like Discord last night as well. Yeah, I was just sitting there on Discord listening to you go through your emotional roller coaster as you're playing the game and you're telling me what's going on. You're over here crying on the mic. I'm just over here trying to play my racing game. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, like like any good anime, you'll get immersed and like cry. Okay, I can understand that much. <laughs> but the ending was just like jaw uh, like it just left me speechless. Like I actually liked it. Most people didn't like it, of course, but in the end, I went in. I bought the game. So like, all these other people that are come like hating on the game, they've never actually got the chance to actually play the game and see it with clear eyes, like I did. Yeah. So, in the end, I really enjoyed the game. Other people, they maybe they don't enjoy the game, but they never actually played it. All right. So it's like. You vote. You didn't vote it, but you you, you want to like make arguments. I mean, that's what everybody everything everybody has an opinion. Yeah, um, I know they did announce that there's not going to be a sequel after the second part. It kind of left off, kind of weird, where people would think there would be a part three, maybe. But honestly, the way it just left off, I think it's good right there. All right. Um, I know like lots of people wants to, lots of companies want to like keep pulling out the cash cow on their franchise and everything just it was like it's like it left off where it was just like really good just leave it well it's all about the money at the end though yeah that's why i hated the toy story 4 movie <laughs> i felt like toy story 3 just left off so good uh but yeah that's pretty much like for me honestly on that game and i'm probably gonna replay it again just like just keep going see what i can do better uh, in the game Cool. All right. I know Scott, our sponsor, he just hit me up saying that he played it, but he beat it quickly just because he just kept watching YouTube videos to help him pass certain oh, parts and everything. <laughs> I was like, really, dude? I like, I went in full, full, like frontal into it, like with no help or anything. So it's like, come on, enjoy the game. Don't actually just like watch YouTube and shit. <laughs> I mean, the only time I'll ever do that is maybe like Dark Souls, because like fuck that shit. <laughs> Dark Souls is a great game, man. Oh my god. 
Wait, are you still going to get it for your PS4 or what? Uh, I mean, I could always get it for my PC and then you can, you know, always buy a, P- a gaming laptop. Damn it, little buddy. Come on, little buddy. Where you can like spend $60 and then play with me, but then I have to like spend like $1,500 just to play with you. Come on. How much does our friendship mean to you? None. <laughs> <laughs> There's no value on friendship, motherfuckers. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's pretty much what's going on with The Last of Us Part 2, honestly. I wish I could talk more about it, but like I said, spoilers, fresh game, just a week old. So I'd rather let people actually, like myself, go at it with clear eyes and clear mind. Yeah, sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, our next topic here, we have uh, the... Well, I would say return. It's more like the birth of a new Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) Godzilla. So um, Ford brought back their pushrod design for their engines. They've been running modular motors for almost 30 years now. Oh, shit. So it was kind of nice to see they're bringing back a pushrod. They put it in the F-250, and obviously people started swapping them, and Ford heard them loud and clear and actually made it an official Ford Performance crate motor now. Ooh. That sounds pretty nice. Oh, yeah. 7.3 liters. It's a truck motor, so it's really geared more towards torque than uh, than horsepower, and its curve is looks like a diesel, even though it's a a gas powered engine. Well, you you do want more like torque, especially on a truck with how heavy that shit is. Yes, but because it's just a regular push rod overhead cam, um, I think it's gonna be uh really good for as far as modding. I'd like to see when what they're gonna start doing with it. We're gonna start seeing these swapped into a lot of cars. Hmm. Just, just like, like swap one into a Mustang, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they definitely no, will. Actually, no. I, the one area that I can actually see it being swapped most into is like classic cars. I don't know about that. I see, dude, when I go to like Pomona Swap Meet or like go to classic car shows, you'll see all kinds of engine swap, especially the new ones. Especially with the Mopars, like you'll see Hellcat engines in like almost any. Yeah, but I think that's because like getting parts for an old Mopar engine is mm-hmm. hard as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember this one dude. He tried to like race me on the freeway in the El Camino, and he had like a Ford pickup, an old one, uh-huh. and he had a Coyote swap on it. <laughs> and like he just comes at me and it's like what? And like this was f- like five four a.m., so it was complete darkness on the freeway. Uh, going to Pomona. Okay. And he just comes up, revs it, sees that I have no play, goes up to my buddy in his Ford pickup, revs the shit out of it too. I see his truck jump. And the next, you know, slowly, slowly, he's just like losing, he's decreasing velocity. Passes me, his car just failed on him. Oof. So I don't know if something happened wrong with the whole swap. Maybe they messed up on something. That it caused the engine to completely turn off. Yikes. I mean, there's tons of issues when you start swapping things over. Oh, yeah. And then he, and when we got to Pomona Swami, we hear that fool again revving the engine in the parking lot. We check it over. He's trying to like promote his business about his like swapping well, engines and stuff. Whatever it was, <laughs> he got it fixed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. And of course, though, his buddy wasn't having it. He just left his ass on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I can see these uh these start getting swapped into some cars because they're push rod and not modular. So mm-hmm. the the engine size itself is a lot smaller. Hmm. So you know the last thirty years, Ford's been doing these um uh, modular motors where 
the heads and cams are all up on top, and it makes the motor very, very bulky. Very beefy. Oh, yeah. It oh, yeah. My it dad, really hard to fit into things. My dad, every time he opens the trunk of my Mustang, like he still cannot believe how like how that motor can fit in there. Oh, yeah. They're huge. They're yeah. huge. So that's kind of like the appeal that everybody swaps the LS motors in mm-hmm. or, you know, the LQ truck motors. Or just buy Yugo. You need to stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tommy, help me with the Yugo. Uh, no, because then that means I have to help you push it. But friendship. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't be seen pushing a Yugo. I'm sorry. I'd rather push my own car down the street. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when it. Are you sure? Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm already. I mean, when, so. when do you get the chance to actually push a Yugo? Uh, I'd like to make that a never. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Nobody likes my Yugo. No, we don't. But, Tony, the whole thing about you saying that, you know, it's weird that you brought up the LS. Do you think that this could be the next LS kind of like mainstream swap that everybody's going to? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I think it's going to be a nice one that a lot of people will do because it makes it more of a compact engine to fit into places. Oh, okay. The LS is popular because of its aftermarket. Well, for a while was its price, but its price has gone up. Mm-hmm. And um, it's sized to fit into many different engine bays, you know? Right. This is going to have all that, but the price tag is going to be the biggest driver on this. Plus, this is like what you said. This is like a new engine, right? This is a new engine they're putting, they put into the F-250. Granted, the LS has had a history already. This is a new engine that no one's going to know how to actually mod it yet. Well, it's a pushrod. They're super basic design engines. But it's still something new, so they st- there's going to be a lot of testing probably. For pushrod engines, this is the most basic, easy engine to mo- work on and mod. Okay. They're pretty much going to swap out cams, do mm-hmm. some custom grind, see what happens, put it on a dyno. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of going to be like the rich man's LS swap is what you're telling me. Uh, I think for a little bit, yeah. If the motor ends up working really well in the F-250s, we might see it go across into other vehicles. And eventually the price start to dwindle a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll ever get into LS territory just because it's been around for so long, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I was just kind of figuring that much because, like you said, it is easy to mod these engines and engines like it. So I figured, hey, if I have the money... And there's this cool new engine that's out, and I could do all this crazy stuff to it. Why not throw it in my car? Yeah. Well, there are purists, you know what I mean? So there are purists that'll refuse to swap an LS into like a Ford or anything like that, you know? Yeah. And this is kind of now their, but the, you know, they like the old school, it is old school technology, you know, old mm-hmm. school pushrod motors. So now this is their chance to go, okay, I don't need to build a a 347 i don't need to build a 331 stroker or old 50 blocks you know or i could always just piss off the community and go to like maybe a ford event just say let's let's swap a mustang (laughs) i mean they're out there there's plenty i know know, know, but like say it in front of the whole crowd at like a ford enthusiast show dude they've been out there with their hood open (laughs) well last time i tried saying that you said shut up (laughs) you could always rotary swap it Ooh. Actually, it's all about LS swapping a rotary. Unless you get an FD or an FC and do a cyclone swap. No. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this, Manny. Parts and availability. (laughs) 
but a Cyclone FD. Ooh. Sorry, I'd still LS it. <laughs> That's probably why no one will sell me their FD. <laughs> <laughs> I explicitly I had a buddy who had one, and I always told him when he was ready to sell it to sell it to me, but he told me no because he knew I was going to swap it out. <laughs> Is it the one that sold you the SVO? Yeah. Okay. I know, I know what you mean by him now. <laughs> but uh, no, that I mean, uh, I think it's going to be a great little development. I'd love to see what these motors can do. They are doing only uh, 430 horsepower, I believe. That's still more than, you know, a lot of other vehicles that are coming out stock that they're saying are race cars. That's like, more than a Hemi, honestly. Exactly. A Hemi is 375. Yeah, but I think uh, again it's truck motor, so I think it's putting down somewhere around three or four, uh, four sixty, four seventy pounds of torque. Mm. Which you know you swap that into any late model muscle car or anything, it's it's gonna be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so all. I'm I'm really curious to see what the price point's gonna end up being. And um, did they ever say a price for it yet, or no? I haven't seen a price for it yet. Okay. Not yet. But uh. Usually they'll have a price for like the block complete assembly setup, and then uh, Ford Performance is pretty good about providing you a full swap kit. So like a full control module, electric throttle, computer harness, everything all ready to go. Any time frame that we'll see like this actually being released? Uh, probably really soon since they've already kind of officially announced it's dropping into there. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna probably start releasing stuff out really really soon. Okay. It'll, it'll be nice to see what they end up actually pricing it at compared to, like, the Coyote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shoot, for all we know, that's going to drive prices of Coyote parts down. I will be interesting on that part. <laughs> that would be really interesting on that, yeah, because, I mean, the Coyote's been out for a little while now. It's in the F-150. It's in all the Mustangs. You know what I mean? It's it's a pretty broad and popular motor now. Mm-hmm. You get a new kit on the block, maybe it doesn't look as expensive no more. <laughs> be harder to justify that price. I know, I know, I know. See, then if you get cheaper parts, you get them all in your car, and then you take your car to the track. Ooh, that's a that's an interesting topic. Let's float on that a little bit. <laughs> I know you guys want me to go to the track. <laughs> I'm still like, like a part of me wants to. Cause I want to like enjoy like how you guys enjoy it, but like at the same time I'm kind of like scared, honestly. What are you scared of? Just like crashing or like maybe just going out of control. I don't know. Do you get scared when you go on the freeway? No. Why? Because you control the speed, right? Yes. On the track, is that any different? Well, I've never been on a track, so I wouldn't be, know. Like when you're on the track, am I pushing your gas pedal? No, because you never press my gas pedal. Okay, because you're in control. God damn it. <laughs> this has turned into an intervention, Manny. Oof. We're going to get you to go to the track with us. If I could push my little shitbox on that track, so can you. You got no excuse, brother. But well, you can't push it over a puddle of water. Okay, you know what? <laughs> that was a fucking lake. That was a lake in the middle of the road. Uh, yeah, we'll call it a lake. It was a lake to my car, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I was getting at basically is you're in control of the car. Mm-hmm. You choose how fast you go. Yeah. You choose how hard you push the car. You choose how early you want to brake. Mm-hmm. It's all up to you and your comfort level. You're in control. Nobody's throwing you on there and you have to go this speed. You know what yeah. I mean? So 
just go out there no, no, and yeah, go I, to what you're comfortable with. Yeah, no, I see what you mean, honestly. Unless you want me to go out there and hit your gas pedal. <laughs> I will do that for you. <laughs> and then I'll have a ripped off exhaust. Yes, and it'll be great. <laughs> I forgot all about that, too. And <laughs> I let you drive the Honda when we went to the track, too. Oh, dude, I think I drove everybody's car that day. Yeah, you did. I think everyone kind of wanted your input because we got Tony, the master of being on track. I don't know about that. Yeah, there's pretty more experienced people. There's there. a lot more experienced people. But they're not Tony. <laughs> no, I'm just... If you say it's okay, I no, will no, I will push your car. <laughs> he, he's a shadow clone. No, that makes sense. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you didn't bend your rim or anything while you were there. Oh, um, no. Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. Oof. How did he do that again? He uh, didn't turn. well he he basically uh missed the turn and went off-roading and went back on the road after that damn yeah and uh if everybody anybody's ever been to grange or apple valley speedway it's not very forgiving there's there's some little nice deep ditches through there yeah that's how you ripped off your exhaust yeah (laughs) and i think he i think brandon only had like a 30 sidewall he had some pretty thin Thin rubber on there. Yeah, and he got a nice U shape in his rim because of it. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so Manny, you're coming to the track with us, right? If it's a Sunday, yes. That can be arranged. It can, it can be, but everybody wants to choose a Sunday or Friday. Or a Saturday and Friday. Well, I mean, we got plenty of other friends that will come with us and enjoy the track day. No, most likely. I, I don't I don't doubt it, honestly. Yeah, and I'll I'll drive it. I'll rip off your exhaust. Oh God, <laughs> it will happen too. Honestly, no, no, no. I was literally trying to roast the rest of those tires up and drift through that track. So, see, before that, before me going to the track, I actually do want to invest in probably some tires for that. Nah, you'll be fine. You think so? I had really I mean, shitty tires when I went. Well, I mean, it, as far as like an apple to apple comparisons, mm-hmm. your car has the full track pack. Okay. I took my car out. The last time I did bring it some really good tires, but the first couple of times I took the Mustang out to Grange, I was still running the base model wheels. No, I know that. Which were on all seasons. They weren't even on performance tires like yours. Oh, shit. And they're 18 by 8s. They were only 245s wide. So you have a better tire brand on there already, and you're sitting way wider than I was. True. You'll true. be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll slowly get into the groove of it, too. Like, when I first went, I kind of took it slow. My times were slower than By the normal. end, he was still slow. <laughs> yes. at, least, at least. But what's, what's slower, Tommy or Sparky? Well, I, I didn't know. run over my own intake. That's one thing. Uh, Sparky never made it out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he so had, does that he make has, me faster by default? By default, he didn't make it out. <laughs> See, there you go. But yeah, you start off slow, and you kind of feel for your car more than anything. Mm-hmm. And then as you get you know more comfortable, you start driving faster, taking corners faster, and you know you just get into your own comfort zone and your own groove. You okay. know, yeah. You don't have anybody really pushing you. It's not a race. Some people might want to race each other, but you just go out there and you have fun. Tony. You just slow me down. I'll be in a different run group. <laughs> no, no. I remember you were trying to like go after somebody in your type oh, R. And you, every time, dude. No, every you, you really time. roasted your tires where you were like worried about getting home. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to drive behind you because I had the jack in my car just in case you blew a tire. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I, when I get out there, I do get pretty competitive and I want to push the car as hard as I will take it. Hey, though, to push it with Mike's ISF, damn. Didn't he spin off track when we went over there? Who? The guy with the ISF. I don't remember. I, I think I remember it was towards like the end. I wouldn't know I wasn't there. He he was going pretty pretty hard, and he was kind of out there by himself. And then I just remember seeing him spin off track. He caught like a little bit of air, and he like slammed down on like his subframe. Oh yikes! Yeah, it was one of it was the only crash I think we saw that day. Is it uh, Brandon's? Well, I wouldn't count Brandon's <laughs> as a crash as much as um that was a disappointment. He still had to be towed, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Because, I mean, his rim was a U-shape. He had yeah. no way of driving on that. It wasn't the same day the, the old-timer with the Corvette had to get towed out too, right? Or was am I talking about a different day? That or might be it, a different day. Are you talking about the one that caught on fire? No, 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 no. This guy, he, he just uh, blew the engine or something. Okay. It was like an older C5. I would not know about that then. No, this, when we went, the only other person that had to get towed off was a Mustang, a convertible Mustang. I think he spun a bearing or what, something. What color? Oh, John's. Was, I think it, John? it, was John's. Oh, it was John's? Yeah. Okay. Well, John's going to have fun in the Boss 302 now. Yes, yes. Your listeners will remember John from the Unaccepted Rev as well. Yeah, he got the Mustang totaled because some kids like rear-ended him. So a car got totaled, but he switched over from a V6 convertible Mustang to a Boss 302. Well, I mean, that's one hell of an upgrade. I'll give him that much. Yeah, I honestly, kudos to him, honestly, for that. Oh, yeah, that was a perfect decision. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems like these Mustangs need to be careful for whatever reason because... Tony's gotten rear-ended God knows how many times when he had his red Mustang that I remember. Yep. And then now you're telling me that your guys' buddy over here got rear-ended. Manny, I think you need to start, like, blessing your car or something. Well, <laughs> it's uh, the crowds that we run into. They come back for revenge, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But anyways, yes, Manny, we'll we'll get you out there one of these days, damn it. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> you okay. got one more story for us, though, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for the most part, a lot of other good anime fans are also, like, into K-pop. K-pop is, like, the music, the pop music, pop culture for Korean and everything. And it's heavily influenced from the U.S. because everybody wants to be the U.S., honestly. Especially when it comes to, like, pop culture. Um, And so, recently, Trump had a rally for the upcoming election and everything. And... K-pop fans actually bought out so many seats of his rally and did not show up. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> uh, I'm a K-pop fan, so when I saw this, I was just I was just dying of laughter. Of like, it's like I did not expect this to happen. Honestly, I didn't. I knew like I saw the reports of like uh, the staff tearing down the extra seating and bleachers they had set up outside of the stadium because they expected all this overflow because it was sold out yeah 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 that's what i mean i saw all the reports that they were taking those down and then they were quietly you know shutting down the seats inside and, I and was then like, what zooming the in on the pictures to make it look like it was a big crowd yeah and i was like i didn't know it was like a k-pop thing until you told me <laughs> yeah so, i mean when i told you i was like yeah k-pop fans literally bought out so many seats and did not show up that is amazing <laughs> There's so much that I would like to thank those people for. 
but that would take way too damn long. But <laughs> well, thank me, I'm a K-pop fan, and I guess it was a uh, it was spread out through TikTok, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, even though I don't use TikTok, but pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because I I read that basically uh, their actual campaign management and staff knew about that TikTok, mm-hmm. and they knew that they were planning to do this, but they didn't take it seriously. They thought it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, jokes on who now? <laughs> Seriously, that was crazy. <laughs> hey, man! Like when you get a group of people like, and that just organized, you can get shit done. Honestly, definitely. I mean, in all reality, like, uh, I guess not to get too political, even though this kind of is charged that way. Democrats are super fucking weak, and the K-pop fans just did more to combat Trump than Democrats have done for the last four years. <laughs> Hooray for us K-pop fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just replace the, the Democratic Party with J-pop fans. I think we would get a lot more done that way. J-pop or K-pop? Both. Why? I mean, I feel like if you bring both of them together, you just get this superpower. But would you really want to be hearing you know, Chan in poli- politics? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it's it's better than some... Wait, 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 causing no, cancer. No, no, no. When you walk into like City Hall, you can be like Tadaima, bam. <laughs> Kick down the door, Tadaima. <laughs> They'll tear down all the Confederate statues and put up a Gundam. That, that would be dope. That would be dope. That would be dope. You don't need to go to Japan to see a giant robot Gundam. That would be great. <laughs> I I would still go to Japan to go see the Gundam. I would just go to Japan to go to Japan. What's the point then? Politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yes, that was a, a unexpected surprise. And it really was unexpected. Yeah, so hopefully in the future we might hear some more like similar situations involving like the animated community or like the K pop community, see if they can do stuff similar to this. Absolutely. But you know what? Everybody that's listening to this, I just hope everybody votes. Yeah, pretty much. And enjoy K-pop, please. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a guest here, so uh, let's do talk about a little bit of the guests. So, Tommy, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and let us know who've been who we've been listening to this whole time? Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Tommy. You might have heard me um, on one of Tony's uh, unaccepted revs with my four-cylinder shitbox of an Accord. Um, I definitely am around as much as I'd like to be. Um, I Hopefully, Tony will let me come on here a little more. Um, but pretty much, uh, when it comes to me, I'm heavily into the anime, heavily into the automotive, as much as I'd like to be, granted my zero dollars in my wallet. Um, Didn't you just buy a new car? Uh, yeah, that's why I have zero dollars in my wallet, because I just bought a new car. Didn't you just pay $3,000 for a PC? Why you got to expose me? <laughs> Why you got to bring up old shit? Because you want to bring this shit up with me getting a gaming laptop. Well, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I want you to get a gaming laptop? You need to be part of that family, sir. The PC master race. That's See, what. I really don't care about that whole shit, honestly. I just want to have fun and enjoy myself. Exactly. And the PC gives you that fun. <laughs> okay, okay. 
So, yeah, you know, I try and dabble a little bit into all three of my hobbies. Granted, I feel like all three of us have that the most expensive hobbies out there. You know, we're into anime, we're into cars, we're into gaming. So having those three just kind of like drains all the money away like a vampire. So it's definitely blood sucking, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think any any hobby really is. Dig deep enough into any hobby, you're going to be surprised on what you could spend. Like how when I started doing stickers, I actually did a ledger. And after a good few months, when I saw how much I spent on stickers, I was like, oh, fuck. What's the number? Um, at that time, it was over 1500 Holy shit. At, at that time. So... And since then? Since then, I never kept track because I didn't want to see the numbers again. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't see the problem, it's not there. If we don't test, then there's coronavirus goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Your your sticker collection was so thick, like dummy thick, that Mm -hmm. you could break somebody's neck by dropping just one box full of your stickers onto them. Didn't he move it with a dolly? I think you needed at least two people to lift one box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did get kind of well-known in the community to the point where they thought I was a bot buying all the stickers. <laughs> like, literally, they thought I wasn't even a person. It's like They just thought I was a bot buying stickers. What we should have done is just everybody, whenever we ordered anything, just used Manny's name and address just to hype up the rumor. You could have been like some kind of like celebrity if we did something like that. You'd show up and everybody be like, "Oh my god, there's that guy that buys like three thousand dollars worth of stickers." I mean, Van from Offset already like shouted that out in front of everybody. You remember that? No, I don't think we so. went to the fundraiser sticker event for the dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, she kind of like put me on blast on that part. Shoot, that was a while ago. Yeah. Back when you still had the fox body. Mm. Ooh, sad boy hours. <laughs> yeah. Sad boy years without it, actually. <laughs> That's okay. I'm building a new dream. And that is? That is my Cobra. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, didn't you just buy the suspension and now you're getting it delivered to you? Yes. Update next week. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yes, Tommy, back to you. Um, well, I guess I would probably have to talk about my little shit box that I recently bought that Manny has went ahead and let people know that I bought. Yes, I did buy a 2007 Honda Accord Coupe. It does have the K24 in it, um, and it is a manual. Uh, it might only be a five-speed, but it is still a manual nonetheless. Didn't you say it's kind of like hard to come by one of those? Yes, actually. Um, I've looked for years and years and I could never really find a four cylinder manual ever. Uh, you could find the six cylinders all day long with a manual or automatic, but it's really hard to find the four cylinder manuals for a cord. Yeah. So I saw it and I immediately talked to the guy cause he was selling it or trying to sell it for 4,200, uh, told him I'm going to come look at it. And that's when I brought you along with me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went to go see it. I talked a guy down to 35, took it home with me. Um, I was super stoked when I got it. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, you get stoked over a four-cylinder Honda Accord. I'm just like, hell yeah. So There's a lot of stuff that you can just get, like, 
head over heels for honestly i mean everybody has their own part yeah exactly so it was just one of that's just one of those things that i got super excited for oh yeah dude definitely i mean i've seen you really happy after this and i'm like honestly i'm really proud of it honestly yeah i'm really proud of it too the fact that i kind of took that commitment and decided to say you know what i am gonna buy this right now you know i'm gonna just buckle down and get this car so to some of the people that are out there hesitating about things that they want to do or they feel like they can't afford, you know, I just say go with your gut and do it because the payoff of you being happy after that is so worth it. Uh, trust me, it's great. It's a great feeling. Oh, yeah. So I have a lot of what's it called? Like plans, I, plans and ideas for the Honda. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to Tony earlier. Um, I got a lot of suspension that I need to buy. Uh, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was there when we were changing over all like all your coilovers and shit. The coilovers were definitely one of the main things that I needed to switch over on that car because it was just driving like a boat and it it sucked. So shit, I should have driven it so I can feel what a Challenger feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a Challenger drives even more comfortably than that. It was horrible, man. I promise you. So, uh, Tommy, was the intention of going after the coupe manual? to be able to swap over some of your parts or was it just that that was kind of the end goal car from the beginning to be honest with you it was the end goal car at the beginning you know when i first bought my accord i looked into it and i saw the 07 and i saw what people were doing to the 07 body style so that kind of was what hyped me up to try and make my original accord look like that accord yeah so pretty much when I saw that car, I was like, that's that's my end goal right there. You know, why not just go for my end goal and build on top of what that is instead? Okay, so the fact that you had the earlier core that you could swap all the parts over is just a bonus, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like, all of my, all of my parts transfer over, um, other than the rear end obviously being the big difference in body paneling, but that's it. What about the suspension? Can you move that over too since you need to work on that part? Well, yes, but since I'm going to be buying a bunch of new suspension parts, uh, there's no point in that. But I am going to take the rear drums off of this new Accord and switch them out with my discs on my 04. I'm still surprised it had discs. I mean, drums, honestly. Yeah, that's... And you would be surprised. They're still selling trucks with drums no, yeah, right de- now. No, definitely. I know. I know that. Yeah. I just didn't expect it on the car like that, honestly. You'd be surprised. <laughs> God damn it. It's, I mean, it's 07, so it's still, you know, what is that, 13 years now? Yeah. 13 years old. I mean, there was a lot of cars that still had drums. Hmm. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's only one, you know, fuck working on drums. That's yes. Just, that's just a horrible, if you're a mechanic and you enjoy working on drums, you must just love pain. Or something, man, because I, I can't deal with drums. You know, I get impatient and all that other good stuff. So switching it over to discs and then knowing that I have a lot more to work with if I want to upgrade stuff, then, you know, that's definitely what I'm shooting for. Um, other than suspension-wise, uh, I don't really have much on my mind towards the engine you know obviously end goal i want to turbo it and do all that other crazy stuff but that's all like down the line once i get everything situated so you could always keep the red interior i already got rid of the red (laughs) interior sir are you sure about that 
I mean, the carpet is still red, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You haven't seen it, Tony. I don't think you saw like it in its full redness entirety. It looked like the Type R. Uh, worse. worse, a lot worse, actually. Oof. It screamed red. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make the headliner red. That's how red it was. <laughs> so I mean, door cards were red, door panels red, center console red, carpets red. Everything was red. So that was like the first thing I did. I ripped all as much of the red I could off, took it from my other Accord, which had all the leather instead, put it in, looks so much better. So, nice. I mean, it, it's the little things that, you know, you you can appreciate when you get into the car and you're just like, oh, you know, I like that. That looks nice. Yeah. So other than that, I would say all right now is suspension, making her feel connected to the road and definitely motor mounts as you felt earlier yes <laughs> oh, he so let me test drive it and how'd it go felt good good yeah no it felt good it felt healthy it did have a little bit of, of the shakes from the what seems like the motor mounts on it but it felt good it felt yeah. healthy it didn't miss any shifts yeah i did drive it the other day and it was like it, it did feel kind of weird honestly so i think that's what you're talking about the vibration yeah the vibration yeah yeah, I, f- I figured the motor mounts were bad. The guy tried to l- lie and be like, uh, so it's got solid motor mounts in it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And it being night, I couldn't see him. And I was just like, I guess I'll take this dude's word for it for now, mm. which was probably not the best thing in the world, granted my background, but I couldn't skip out on that car. I really couldn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like it drove fine. It's a Honda too, so you'll yeah. be all right. She's built to last, especially if I take care of her. Absolutely. Or if I blow it up using turbo. Or or don't put a car cover on it. Okay, you know what? I already <laughs> told you that I was going to get a car cover, and I was going to protect my stickers. So you said you was, but I haven't seen anything happen yet. Okay, you know what? Suspension and making her feel good is better than a $200 car cover right now when she's under Okay, I mean, I mean, if you want to get the paint all burnt and shit, that's up to you. Oh, that carbon fiber hood, buddy. Fuck, I just thought about that. It's going to roast. <laughs> okay, maybe I might buy a car cover. <laughs> I'll have to buy a car cover a little sooner than Make later. Make sure you're waxing that thing, keeping on top of it. What What's worrying about me or worrying me? is where they put the hood pins, they look like they were being kind of rough on it, and it's cracked, kind of like where the hood pins are on the hood itself. So I don't know if that's a big deal or if I should have something to worry about with that or whatever. Probably just keep an eye on on it, see if the cracks grow, honestly. Okay. Yeah, that, but, uh, that, that worried me a little bit. I wanted to ask you right now that you're doing your, you know, you get this car, it didn't have a whole lot done as far as mods and whatnot. And it sounds like you're kind of going about it through suspension first, power after, which is a very mature way of modding your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend that to anybody, really. I mean, once you start modding something, the first thing you should mod is how she feels you know, on the road and how she handles. So with me, all of the suspension on that car was super worn out and there was clunking and it just was not handling right and with manny helping me switch over my coilovers i showed him how the rear um camber adjusters were the bushings were just done you can just grab the oh, wheel dude, they were shot yep you can just grab the wheel and just do 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 it was bad yeah so definitely 
I would say even if you don't have a, a bad suspension, like with Manny, um, putting suspension in is definitely where you want to start. Oh, yeah. Because if you start putting all this power in, you're like, I have all this power. I got 300, 400 horsepower. It's not going to do much when you lose control. Exactly. If- Me when I was young. <laughs> oh god oh that's when i was young that was the first thing i wanted to do i just wanted to squeeze out more power <laughs> i'm pretty sure i squeezed out more power when i fell asleep on the wheel oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but that's definitely like the place you want to start because it like manny said it, you can have all the power in the world but if you're not connected to the ground you're not going to go nowhere so all the burnouts are nice until you hit a crowd I haven't hit a crowd, for the record. <laughs> what about you, Manny? Is there a reason why you're scared of going to the track? I mean, I already said it. Well, it, like an underlining reason. No, that's pretty much it. Okay, I'm just making sure. I Actually, you know what's going to be nice is that uh, both the Accords you have are basically the same chassis, right? Exactly. Okay, so now you're actually going to get a full side-by-side comparisons with yourself when you go to the track of you driving the exact same car in auto and in manual. That is also very true. And I can match up times and all that other good stuff. Yeah, because you are swapped over the coilover, so it's the same suspension setup, given you might upgrade the suspension a little bit further on this one. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have the suspension tuned in a little bit better uh, definitely with a uh, better parts and whatnot by the time we go back to the track again so that might play a factor in my time but i mean oh yeah you're, you're the nails in the coffin now everybody heard it so and that means you have to beat your time now don't worry guys my time is not very fast uh, <laughs> I, i'm definitely not pulling no one minute nine seconds like tony did i think i was pulling like and that's uh, still slow so I was still pulling like 116s or something like that. Oh, yikes. I didn't know it was that bad. I was right there next <laughs> to... Um, Who? Uh, guy you're living with. Angel. Oh, Angel, Angel. Okay, yes. He was out there with his uh, SN95. Yeah, you were making fun of him because of his times being slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I was clocking better times in my sloppy fox body. <laughs> So when I heard his times and then I saw my times, I was like, oh, I'm not that far back. I'm back by like a second or two, which is still like that's a lot, <laughs> a lot in on a racetrack. So I can let's see if I can catch up to him with this new car and the new suspension and all that other good stuff. And then Manny has to catch up to you. Yeah, Manny, you still have yet. Welcome. This is a group competition, Manny. You can't stay quiet over there. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. So, <laughs> so this is just us saying that if you don't go on the track, technically my Accord beats you by default. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to just accept it, man. You're supposed to fight back. I'll fight back when it happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was going to be a fun time. But yeah, that's pretty much just it. Uh, I'm definitely working towards suspension first. I'm doing a little bit of visual here and there. Uh, cause she is missing a side skirt on one side. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, the car came with its quirks, but I'm going to iron them out and then we'll go from there. There you go. So that means we'll be expecting you when, uh, we kick off apex therapy again. Yes. I will definitely be there whether my suspension is good or not. Because <laughs> I, I've been itching to go back into the track, especially now that I have this new car. I just feel like I'm going to have a lot more fun out there. All right, then maybe we'll uh, 
I'll poke the bear a little bit and maybe get you to do a NASA event with me later. I mean, I'm always down for that. I mean, it, you told me it's a high-speed track or something like that, right? Well, there's multiple tracks. It's just uh, bigger tracks. I can do bigger tracks. That sounds like a good time. I mean, as long as they don't mind a screaming four-cylinder going down their track at like 75 trying. <laughs> trying? <laughs> <laughs> All cars are there, buddy. All cars are there. I could beat a Miata. Maybe. That's not LS swapped. Uh, Believe it or not, a Miata would probably dust you out there. Damn. It will, actually. <laughs> it's definitely not about power because there's some Miatas that are taking corners so fast out there that they will creep up on some high horsepower cars all day long. Yeah, good thing Eric's not here because then we'd just be hearing him very angrily saying... That they all need purses and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I remember he said that if we should all get Miatas, we should all get like matching color purses and shit. Color them to the Power Rangers. I still say that. Just get <laughs> Miatas in every color and just like do like Power Rangers shit. No, I think uh, like, like I kind of mentioned before, if it comes down to time where I get my competition license with NASA and American Iron or... See, well, I guess I'm building past CMC already, but American Iron is not really kicking off out here. I think a Miata would be a, definitely a platform I would consider to to build for fun competition. Mm-hmm. They're cheap, they're fun, they handle amazing. I think it'd be a great one. Oh, there you go. Now the question is: If you do get a Miata, are you going to build off its engine? Are you going to do what everybody else did and throw an LS in motor into it? Uh, you know what? Or a Hellcat. I would want to keep it cheap, so I'd probably keep the Miata engine. If I did go crazy and do some other swap, I would actually want to do a K-swap on it. Oh. You know, I have a 2004 Honda Accord that's going for $1,500 right now. <laughs> Not the time right now. I'm still building the Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> There's always time. No, 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 not right now. <laughs> you got plenty of room. Look, look, right there behind the Cobra can go the Accord and you can rip the engine out. <laughs> He's not wrong. I mean, but the, yeah, but the nice thing about Hondas is that I can find that engine anywhere, anytime. That is actually true. But not from a friend. That's also true. I don't have less miles. Things. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> See, for him, friendship has a price. Oh. Cha ching. $1,500, there's your price. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's a, that's a great little development for you, man. I'm really excited for you to start building your end goal car because this has been your little passion car for a while. Yeah, so many people have been like, oh, just, you know, buy a better car. There's so many other better cars out there. And I'm just like, no, this this is it. This is the car right here. Yeah, no, I totally hear that. Like, like I was saying with me with the Mustang, it was kind of like, Finding out that the uh, the road racing scene in NASA for the Mustang is pretty much dead. <laughs> but that's the car I want to drive. That's the car I enjoy driving. Right. So I'm going to fucking build it. <laughs> and that's how it should be. You should always just go for what you're feeling. Not, you know, not just what everybody else is telling you to drive. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I'm, I'm super excited for you, man. That's going to be great. I can't wait to see it. And uh, hopefully... Uh, we can get get uh, Apex therapy going. Yeah, I'm definitely excited uh, for that. Once it comes up, give me that heads up, and you know I'm going to be right there driving behind you. Um, and I doubt you're going to be behind him. 
And I was behind him last time when we went, all of us pulling very legal speed limits all the way there. Uh, what car did you take, Tony? Which one? At the time that he was falling behind you? The Type R. Type R. Oh, yeah. When I okay, started. okay. He was giving you a chance then. We were all traveling at the same speed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we get some random guy come into it, too? It was like a G35 or something. I think so. Was, when we're it's doing a caravan. Hotel. Everybody follows the caravan to get through traffic. So it was a Sparky. I don't honestly I don't really remember. This was like when I first bought the car and the car was still a hundred percent stock. Oh yeah. You still had a good time out there though. Oh I did. And I destroyed those nasty, nasty tires and found a good <laughs> excuse to buy some new wheels. Oh yeah. You did buy new wheels after that? Yeah, I didn't I wasn't gonna put tires on those twenties. Those things were nasty. And huge. Yeah. But uh, I think that's pretty much our episode, fellas. Uh, Tommy, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? They can find me on Instagram at blackkin 2 And that's pretty much it. I don't have any other social medias like that. I'm not a hip youngin. That's his social for the antisocial. All right. Manny, why don't you tell the <laughs> listeners where they can find us? <laughs> yeah, you can find us at Unaccepted Pod, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we do have a website, and it's uh, unacceptedpod.com. Awesome. And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave us a review, whatever, on any platform you're listening to this podcast on. And, um, well, we'll see about if we keep doing unaccepted revs. I need some if you guys want to send them. If not, maybe we might end up just eliminating it. We'll just do some intro music or something. Yeah. But if you want to send one of those, I'll always post it anyways. And you can send that to unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, uh, tune in next week, every Wednesday. Bye See bye. you later. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs>